Yo, what's up, world? It's undeniable. Who that? JT Money. And you listening to STLR. Yeah, radio. That's what it is. Get them, Jay. Entertainment with no ceiling. Skin a dick back on the verb. Let's ride. Yo. Yo, ho, yo, ho. A pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo, ho. Yo, ho, yo, ho. Once upon a time, in a land far away, three men discovered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Box win! Box win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's, that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we gonna do it. We got a Practice doing things right all the time. Little things, huh? Details. And Zach. Every day you build, you gotta build a foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. As they take you on a journey discussing front office moves, game breakdowns, and interviews. So batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail. It's time for Book.Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Craig Wiley, and I'm coming to you live. You know what time it is. It's Monday, so that means it's time for another edition of Buck That Podcast. I'm here. We got the homie Eddie in the building. How you doing today? What's up, folks? What's up, High C? It's kind of like the uh, Hurricane Adalia pregame, huh? I guess so. This is kind of like the, the special edition. It is. Not only the Bucks show up, they showed out. We got a little hurricane on the horizon. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Definitely a busy Monday for your boy. I was slinging some chips like it ain't no joke. But, uh, hey, long as the product's there, I'm going to put it on the shelves. As long as there's room. So keep on buying it up. Shout out to everybody picking up the Uts chips for their hurricane party. Shout out for them Uts chips. What's your favorite chip? I would have to say probably the uh, the fried dill pickle ones. Okay. I like that Mike's Honey. The Mike's Hot Honey is actually pretty popular. And uh, to let you guys know, it actually started off as a limited edition flavor. And because of the demand for it and Ooh. how good the sales were, Fire. It, it's permanent now. So they will be in all your local Publixes. Nice. So that And uh, I've been actually putting them into some of my win, uh, Walmarts as well. Okay. So be, look, be on the lookout there for that Mike's Hot Honey. It is pretty good. It has like a nice little heat with a little honey after little effect on it. it, it it's, it's nice. It's perfect for buck games. Perfect for buck Tailgating. Games. Tailgate material. Get you, get you three to five bags, man. Don't run out mid-game. Hey. Two for seven right now. Go stock up. Sad news, though. Oh, man. From the uh, preseason realm. One we've already been monitoring. Ryan Jensen, you know the deal. He's been banged up. He came back in the playoff game against the, the Cowboys. Did good. But now looking like he's probably going to miss the entire season. Not having that surgery. How much do you think that did? Mm. Then that really affected that. I think it's – was it not having the surgery or was it playing in the Cowboys game? Could have been both. It could have been a combination of both, and we don't really know. But either way, this is a tremendous blow to us. Big loss. This is like a, a, a nice right hook from Mike Tyson. Bam. He is, man. And where, he had a lot of attitude on that, on that line. Not even the attitude, but where are we going to find somebody 
to replace that right now? Not this year, but I give them a year. Big Red number two. Big Red number two? I think Big Red number two is going to move from right guard to center. He's right guard, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, watch. I bet you he's going to get some, some game reps, and by next year, he's going to be the center. That's a good, bold prediction right there. We'll, he, we'll have to monitor that. Look at him. He, he runs everyone over. Now, he might make a lot of mistakes, but he got some strength. Let it be known, Monday, August 28th, at about 5.50 p.m., 2023, our boy Eddie said, Cody Mock, future center of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It could be, man. Your next big offense lineman. Him and Wirfs, imagine that legacy. Hey, that's a great legacy to build on. Another person looking like they might be questionable for week one action. Luckily, it's not this weekend that starts week one. It's the following weekend that starts week one. And we're looking a little thin in the defensive back department because Antoine Winfield Jr. is banged up. They're not coming out and saying if he's starting week one or not. Leg injuries are tough, man. They are, especially when you're a defensive back. That's pretty much that like much your, movement. That's your bread and butter. You got a lot of hip movement, a lot of running. It, it's definitely a position that you use your legs a lot. And I mean, football in general is that, but I mean, you know, you got to keep up with you know world class speed at, at wide receiver when you're in the defensive back. He's more of a safety, so he gets to roam around a little bit. But man, definitely. I would say one of the heart and soul players of our defense. So that not only is it a blow by not having him out there as a starter, you know, that that's that's a leader on your defense. You got to have those leaders, man. We saw that last year when the team lost big leaderships when they had to leave. They weren't, you know, they didn't make the team. JPP, Sue, certain leaders when Bar- when Barrett was out. So now if you're missing Winfield, that's a lot of leadership. You got a lot of young guys coming up too. So somebody's gonna step up. Hopefully somebody doesn't. And we, we've heard some stuff in, in training camp about some younger guys, especially some of the rookies that we just drafted. You, you know, the guy that you've been, you know, kind of salivating over, your boy Yaya Diaby. I, and we just love the name. And, and, and the, he's he's the one that's rocking number zero, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I need right? that jersey. Dude, like. I need that jersey. Come on. Let me get the zero. Come on. I love it. And even your boy Savassier. Savassier looking good too, man. That That's somebody who, who Zach's been really high on. Could this be one of the best rookie classes? Could Jason Light came in clutch and just revamped the team? I did see. With youth. I did see an article. I forgot where it was, where they were mentioning something along the line that this could possibly be one of Light's best drafts as a GM. And he's had some pretty good ones. Don't get me wrong. He's had some players where he's missed on. I mean, Joe Tryon Sharinka is kind of looking questionable at he this point. He had a couple point. plays this he week. Did, he did have a couple plays against, you know, probably backups. C-Squad. C-Squad, D-Squad. But, I mean, for the most part, though, Jason Light's looking like the real deal. And that's why I'm not even really worried about this whole situation with the quarterback. Everybody knows Baker Mayfield has been named the starter. We, mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure everybody's read that everywhere else. It's It's finally out there. There's no more secret. And unfortunately, we don't have Zach here today. He had to get some stuff ready for the, the storm coming. The storm was a brewing. He had to get some stuff to get to doing. Hopefully, but, you guys are doing all your storm prep, too. But that's why I'm not even really worried about the quarterback situation. Because at the end of the day, we got a very good GM. If we really suck and we end up in, the, in a top five, top ten pick, we're in pretty good position. He'll make the right decision. And, I, you know, obviously we would like to be in the top five, 
so that way we're guaranteed a, a really solid quarterback because I don't know if you've just seen this, and this is entirely unbucks related, but in Arizona, they uh, put your boy uh, Tyler Murray or Kyler Murray on the uh, – Injury list. Well, the injury list or pup list? The pup list. So he has to miss Ooh, the first four first games. four games. Is he really injured? I don't know. They, he's been banged up. I think he got banged up at the end of last year. So I, He's still not ready. Who knows? They're in a position over there, too, where they, if they play bad, they, they'll be, they might be competing with us for the top five pick. <laughs> you think they're going to take a quarterback? Man, they could. They could. There'll be some teams out there. But uh, you know we did win. It was a good win. Finished finished twenty six to twenty. Now Baltimore didn't have all their starters as many starters nope. as the Bucks did. The there was Buc- a lot of backup squad, but the Bucks did play a little bit more starters. But the Bucks did also keep out some starters as well. So uh, you know, hey, one of those things. There they was, looked good as a unit. They looked very good as a unit. I think Trask still did just as good as Baker Mayfield, if not slightly better. He was hitting some dimes out there. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting season moving along. I'm not really worried about the quarterback position because I think the play is going to be draft the quarterback in, in the, the first round this next draft anyways. What, what rookie receiver had a better game in your opinion, Jarrett or Palmer? Man, Palmer had this miraculous catch. You saw that one, huh? That, that miraculous catch. Across the middle. Was that even going to him? He's the truth. I'm not sure if it was going to him or not, but he made the play. He and did. It was very – my boy has a knack for the ball. He really does. I heard somebody this morning uh, at the J-O-B, they were, he was talking about that. Could Jarrett – you know, this is, this is a little bit out there, but could Jarrett and Palmer be the next incarnation of Godwin and Evans? I mean – could you possibly see that? Am I thinking too far in the future? I don't think you're thinking too far ahead in the future at all. We know that Mike Evans has – he wants to retire Buck. He's already made that that statement. He's always been willing to work the team-friendly deals. I don't see that changing. My boy's about to be in his 10th year, looking to break that record from Jerry Rice. Of course you want young guys like that to come in because you don't know how many more years that Mike Evans is going to be around. What, what if he plays to, for 13 years to match that number and then he decides to retire in a couple of years? By that time, you got you know, you got your boy Trey up for a contract. You know, you're going to free up a lot of money with Mike Evans where you could pay somebody like him. So it could very well be the future replacements, if you will, if, if you know, the Bucks decide to go a younger, cheaper route so they can spend money elsewhere. Man, that's not a bad thing. Could we possibly have with the Canales offense the next three years of the greatest show on turf? Listen, I don't know what to expect right now. I've seen some pretty good things, but at the end of the day, like we were talking about, we did not see all the starters. We didn't. So it's going to be really interesting to see what that week one, once it's all in black and white, who for sure is going to be everywhere, who the final cuts are and all that stuff. Then, when we see that product week one against the Minnesota Vikings, which I believe we're on the road, correct? Um, I think so. No. Yeah, I think so. I think the Bears are the first one. I'll let you know in a minute. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things. I don't know how I I feel about that game. I still feel like we might lose that game, especially if we're away. Possibly. You never know. It is football. 
Last week, we were talking about the Ravens never losing a preseason game, and they lost the last two. They lost the last two. You never know. History streaks can always change. But that's preseason, though, so it doesn't really matter so much. Yes, we are at Minnesota. At U.S. Bank Stadium, 1 o'clock game. Okay. So I think, like, most of our games are 1 o'clock this year. Yeah, majority. That's what happens when you lose Brady. You lose that, that primetime ticket slot. I think we're only on primetime, what, the Monday Night Football game against Philly? I don't even want to look, man. I don't even want to depress myself. Only because? Yep, that's it. Day after my birthday, Philly. Oh, and then we got the uh, Buffalo game. Buffalo. October 26th in Buffalo. That's at 8-15. That's going to be a tough one. And then we have a 4 o'clock game. December 24th, Jaguars. So it's not, it's not a bad, bad schedule. And the Jaguars is an away game, right? Uh, yeah, I want to say so. Let, let's, we should try to go get tickets to that. That'd be, that'd be a good one. I'd love to go to that game. So I do want to talk. They're up and coming team. I, I do want to talk about this. You know, we, we've been having a tradition all, all preseason talking about the Peter Plank list. That game is here. It's in Tampa. Oh, the, the, the Jaguars. Jaguars game. Yep. Dang. I Christmas wanted, Eve in Tampa. I kind of wanted to be there, but that'd be a good game to go to. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about this Peter Plank list. We, we've been running it all preseason. We got a couple winners, a couple losers. The loser of one of the losers of, of, of the preseason, the offensive line. That's one thing that scares me with, with no matter who we got back there at quarterback because I don't know how great we're going to be able to protect him, especially with no Ryan Jensen. Do we even know who's going to be the starters and where they're going to be playing? It, it's, it's such a near right now. I, I think we'll we'll get the depth chart in full next week. I want to wait till Zach's here to talk about all that. We are getting roster cuts and all that stuff, so it, it is. When are roster cuts out. over? Tomorrow at four, right? I believe so. Okay. Tomorrow at four o'clock. Another, the winners of of this preseason, undrafted rookies and Jason Light, which we just talked about. Someone's undrafted guys. We got a, a undrafted rookie going to be starting. We'll get into that in a little bit later. And that boy can ball. And that boy can ball. So there's definitely some really good things about. One th- thing that's funny on that list is it says Baker Mayfield haters. Have the yes. haters been quieted yet? Do you think in your opinion? I, I don't. Right? I don't. You said to yourself, Trask had a really good game too. Trask has been looking pretty solid. But. Are they good enough to get the job done against what we like, – we don't have a cupcake schedule, the Bucks. We don't. Do. We don't. They got Mike a, Evans hasn't been out there either. I mean, you just named the Bills. Yeah. You just named the Jaguars, a team that I personally think that if I was a betting man in Vegas right now, I would put money on to make the Super Bowl as a dark horse because the payout is, is, is pretty solid right now. It's a good bet. And that's a team that I think if, you know, Calvin really comes in there and does his thing with Travis Etienne – Trevor Lawrence was already looking like a stud last year. So you, you put all that stuff together. Christian Kirk's with, with what he can do with the ball, kind of like uh, some of the stuff that you see from Tyree Kill. Ingram, that's the tight end, right? Yeah. yeah Evan Ingram, I mean, they, they got a good squad. The Bills, I mean, you got Josh Allen. You, you got Stephon Diggs. I mean, come on. Gabriel, you don't want to go against that. We play some tough teams. The, the Eagles. Eagles. Vikings. I mean, come on. We're not doing ourselves no justice. So at the end of the day, if this offensive line doesn't step up. I think they will, man. It, it, it's not going to matter who's back there. 
Here's the difference I saw on this offensive line. The protection wasn't there, but they were pushing for the run. They were getting blocks downfield. And the run game's been sketched because of the line, too. So that Yeah, um, you're right. You know, I, saw, I saw some of those good plays, man, where I, they were they were downfield. I'm a little nervous people. about – and, you know, I've been a fan of, of the Baker Mayfield train the whole offseason. I've been trying to ride for him. You know, Zach's been more on the, on the Kyle Trask. And, and, and not saying that Zach's wrong, I don't want to agree on everything all the time. And I think that Baker do, does slightly have an edge because of the fact that he has played, but I don't think he's done enough to silence the quote-unquote – Haters. Who has the biggest chip on his shoulder, Trask or Mayfield? Because that playtime, that'll mean a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it's even because right? I think Trask has put in the work behind Brady to to be in the position of where he's at. He's definitely shown improvements over every year. He just maybe hasn't gotten the opportunity yet. But, man, if it's a year for us to, to suck it up and not, not be that great in the quarterback department, We've so already said it. this is the year. So I'm not really worried about it. I'm just interested to see how it goes. If we can at least compete and be in some games, even if we lose, and we know that the quarterback's kind of the the, the, the position that's going to be the cure-all, cure fix-all, there's some great quarterbacks that are coming out next year. So I'm not 100% upset. But I don't think he's done enough to silence the haters at all, not one bit. You can't really give them Carolina because Carolina, that was a mess. It was. And then the Rams, too. The Rams weren't the same team. And he played, he played pretty decent over there with the Rams. Carolina, yeah. probably not. Carolina, probably not. But that team sucked. One of the winners, and they still beat us. One of the winners in the bright spots, speaking of under at the free agents that, that Jason Light was hitting on, your boy Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker balls, man. I think he might end up being 1B. I think Rock might be 1, and I think he might – or even between Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown's been pretty solid as well. You think he made the team? But I think Sean Tucker has definitely been looking good. He was a steal. I, I, I think Keyshawn Vaughn might get cut you if he so? hasn't already. I, we'll, we'll get to that. I, we do. The, the cuts is updated as uh, we get to him. So it's, it's all going to be up to date by the time I look at it. We got the Bucks wide receiver room is another winner. In the oh, offseason. man, I'm telling you. They, they, For everybody we just named. It's exciting. Devin Thompson. I mean. It's exciting over there. We'll see, we'll, see who, we'll see who gets to stick around. But we know who did get cut, speaking of cuts. And I can't, oh, and I can't talk about junior. this since we, were, since we were talking about the, the cuts as being the, the next topic anyways. Kurt Warner's son. Oh, man. Not the, Kurt Warner Jr. Okay. Man, that sucks, man. Well, we knew he wasn't going to make the team. You really had, had an idea he was going to make the team? No, not with the way everybody else was balling. Yeah, man. Them boys came to play. He I, tried, though. Oh, yeah, he definitely tried. He tried. But at the end of the day, it wasn't going to happen. He has a lot of competition, man, and it excites me. Yeah, we were so deep in, in the wide receiver department. I, I think it's just... Uh, you think we fell apart last year in wide receivers? With all the injuries and the issue with Antonio Brown, like that hurt us at the end. Where Brady didn't have anyone to throw it to. Yeah, a lot of there, that there wasn't a lot of depending people. I think they addressed that this year. A lot of that stuff took took place, and the the Antonio Brown thing was was the year season before. Yeah, but bad. but but even still, yeah, the wide receiver department has been lacking. Um, Ulysses Gilbert, a linebacker, he's somebody who's been cut from the team. Cornerback Don Gardner, injury settlement. So he's somebody who got injured. That they worked out obviously a settlement. Um, 
Hamilcar Rashid, he's a linebacker. He's been cut. Your boy Cade Warner's been cut. Uh, wide receiver Kalon Geiger, who who did a little bit, but I mean, like no, you no. said, the the competition there was deep. Uh, Tay Barber, another receiver, has been released as well. Uh, offensive lineman John Molshan has has been released. Safety Avery Young, uh, running back. Okay, so Ronnie Brown did get released. Third string quarterback. I mean. They only got two quarterbacks on on the team right now. Okay, yeah, maybe that would be big. Defensive tackle Deidre Senate, he's been released. Tackle Michael Neese, Nolan Turner, safety. Cornerback Anthony Chelsea. Cornerback Rodarius Williams. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of big cuts here, man. A lot of uh, your boy, the running back Patrick Laird. He got let go, and he he had a pretty nice run, but. Outside linebacker Jose Ramirez. Oh, man, that Ramirez. He was a good rookie. He, he got released. He'll probably get signed to the practice, practice squad. squad. It's a big list, man. It's damn near half the team. When you start at 90 yeah. and you got to get down to 53. Wolford's gone. Yeah, I tell you, man, Wolford's out. Wolford's out of there, man. So, so They only got two quarterbacks. We'll see who they bring. They're probably bringing a veteran, Carson Wentz or something. Carson Wentz. How's Trey Lance looking? Trey Lance got, got sent to <laughs> Dallas for a fourth-round pick. Oh, man. I don't it, even want to get started there. It's so funny. They were talking about it in one of my fantasy football league uh, group texts, and I was just like, Bim, oh, no, nah, man. They'll probably get, only get like a fourth-round pick for him like two hours later. Like, Cowboys traded a fourth-round pick for him. I'm like, oh, God. I was like, well, did I nail that one? <laughs> hey, he got a fourth-round and a bag of Skittles. Facts. That's exactly what they got. Did John Lynch lose out on that, or did he gain? You gotta take it. You gotta count it as an L because they gave up a lot to move up there. Three picks. He, he didn't pan out. Those picks turned into some really good players. And oh, for the Dolphins, at the end of the day, you, you kind of just back at square one. I mean, you hit on the undrafted free agent with Brock Purdy, but other than that, I mean, that pick did not pan out. And he's had a history of some of his first round picks not panning out. Oh yeah. John's been kind of notorious for that over there. And we love John because he's a former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. But I do want to move on. Rookie in the slot. Ooh. He would look good. Nickel. And uh That's an important position. It's a very important. Especially in, the, in this day and age of new offenses. Christian Izian has secured the starting nickelback role for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he was a rookie, undrafted free agent out of Rutgers. Rutgers. And, and he beat out my boy from Miami, D. Delaney, who. You brought up a good point with D. Delaney. You should get to that next segment. He, he was in. Uh, he's actually on the, the top 10 defensive players for the preseason. He's actually on that list, D. Delaney is. And just to throw it out there, we were talking about how we've seen him playing some safety, and we were a little confused by that. Like, why do they put him at safety? And I was like, well, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a defensive back. I'm sure he can play some safety if he needs to. Come to find out, we talked about Antoine Winfield. He may not be playing the beginning so of the get season. get Delaney those reps. You can get Delaney those reps, and you got maybe a serviceable safety back there. Because if you, when, if you play defensive back, you probably play different areas of safety, cornerback, and different things like that through high school, peewee football, all that kind of stuff like that. So – at the end of the day, definitely smart 
a, a foresight there by by the coaching staff to maybe see that and kind of cover up and, and band-aid a, a weaker position because, you know, we did lose Mike Edwards and, some, you know, some good defensive backs last year um, due to free agency and all that stuff. So great move by the defense. Delaney, how long did Delaney played? Um, I think he's been like, like three years, three years, something like that. Three, yeah. maybe, maybe this is his fourth year. But he he's a guy who was a transfer to Miami. He was there for a year, and then came into the league, and he did pretty good in Miami. He he's been doing pretty solid. He looks solid he, this yeah, preseason. He, he looks solid this preseason. So definitely a guy I like. You know, even if he's not a starter, great guy to have in your rotation. Shout out to Bucks defense, man. They had a lot of turnovers too this preseason. They look yeah. pretty decent. They've been looking pretty solid. I can't be mad at, at, at the Bucks defense at all. They're definitely, in my opinion, I feel like they're the strength of, of what we got going on here. They're a good team, man. So I think one thing that's, that's important with that defense and they're being young is they are shifting the players around, especially in preseason, to get them different looks at yeah. different positions. Make them more Because it's going to constantly change. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of young guys and a lot of lesser-known names on this next list we're about to talk about, especially speaking this all defense. It's the top 10 defensive players of the preseason so far. You got Charles Snowden, outside linebacker. He's going to be a rotational guy, but he graded out at a, at a 92.8. This is according to uh, per, uh, pro, pro Football Focus, PFF. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a very reputable source. You got linebacker JJ Russell. He's somebody who's had a pretty solid preseason for us as well. Definitely somebody who's played their stuff into a position of being a rotational guy. Another outside linebacker, Marquise Watts. Defensive tackle, Greg Gaines. He had a good season. Shaq Barrett has has, you know, made a pretty solid preseason coming back from what he's been dealing with between the injuries and, and, and his loss. You think this is Shaq Barrett's year? He comes out and shows out again? I think it might be. It's it's a, I don't want to say it's a make or break year because I don't think it's like that for him, but I think it's one of those years. I almost want to say where he's going to have like a Jordan-esque hopefully season where it's just like, you know, between all the tragedy, we're going to see the triumph on the he field. He comes out and leaves it on the field. He's going, to, he's going to leave it on the field, and there's going to be the triumph. And we're going to see that. I think we're going to see that Shaq Bear from a couple of years ago when he was just beasting. He's going Watch. to be out there running after people like, like what's his name, uh, Waterboy. Oh, yeah, like my boy Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Your boy William, Mr. Solid, Golston, another guy who's come in and did pretty solid for us. one of my us. favorite Buck players. Great guy to have on your team. Great locker room presence. Great, great depth. So we're glad to have him. He has a good motor on him too, man. Good battery. Another another linebacker you list is Gilbert. I mean, we're gonna have some good guys for kick, you know, kickoff team. Number eight on this list, D. Delaney, somebody we just talked about, possibly filling in for Antoine Winfield in the safety. We'll get to that. Our boy KJ Britt, somebody who's been on the on the team a couple years. He's been secretly pretty solid. You know, great rotational guy. Then you have breakout year. I, at linebacker, we're pretty straight. At linebacker, we're pretty straight. You got Anthony Chelsea, cornerback, but he just got he just got released, so oh, he, yeah, he, he may be somebody who ends up on our practice squad. Just from looking at this list, and he did ha- he did do pretty solid, but I think he's somebody who might end up on the practice squad because you got you got to remember these guys get released. We get a chance to claim some people to maybe see if we can upgrade. We're going to have to try to do something in the center department, no matter what. So this this upcoming cuts and all that stuff, 
even at the final list, somebody's job isn't going to be safe because we're going to have to find some kind of center somewhere. I don't think that the, the answer is definitely in-house yet. We'll have to see how that goes. Definitely uh, something to monitor here for, on Buck That Podcast. So who we got? We got Robert Hainsey. Mm-hmm. Chris Murray. Well, Hainsey did serviceable last year, so, I mean, that's probably going to be our center. That's who's showing right now on our depth chart after Jensen. And then we're going to have Cody Mock. We're going to have Tristan Wirfs. I'll tell you, man, Cody, watch. They're going to pull him off right guard. He's going to get center this year. He's the toothless wonder, man, and I ain't even mad at him. Well, what better guy to be your center? A big redhead missing teeth. He, hey. Did you hear him mic'd up against the Steelers? No, I did not. I'm not even going to say no more, man. Watch that. We'll talk about it next time. All right, I'm going to check that out dur- during uh, this week. The guy has some attitude, and he's funny. He's well, a good character. He looks. He kind of reminds me of uh, what was the dude from the WWF Hillbilly Gym with the overalls. <laughs> that's who. He, that's who he kind of reminds me of. But he's just missing his front teeth. Oh man, that Hillbilly Jim. He does. He kind of looks like that throwback wrestler guy. Like maybe like almost like Hacksaw Jim Duggan might be his dad. It could be. It could be. We need to look that up, man. My boy come out there with a two by four. I will not be surprised. <laughs> that might be his calling card. He might have a two by four tattoo on him. I wouldn't put it put it that bad. Put it past him. We might have to check that out. Um we will have more for you next week. We will have Zach for you guys next week. We'll definitely be getting into the Vikings game. I'm not even gonna waste our time with that this week just because uh, you know, where there's still a lot out in the air and, and you know, by Monday next week, we'll have a, a more solid clue on everything going on for the Vikings game. Will Antoine Winfield be playing? Will he be out? That's still up in the air. So we're going to cut it a little short today, but definitely a great show. Eddie, any final shout outs? I think this could be a fun year. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's only three games preseason. You only got a couple looks at uh, some of the veterans, but you got a lot of looks at the young guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. I and mean, they, they definitely they look interesting. They can I, have a little motley crew of rookies out there. I'm liking the, Good energy. the future of what we got going on. Quarterback situation is the only thing that I think shaky, and I hope we address that in the draft. I think that's going to be the best route. I don't think we need to go the free agent route or anything like that. Let's get us a young guy that's coming out this year. Possibly four to five first round quarterbacks, and everybody's probably like, "I know you say that every week, Craig." Like, but hey, it's it's just the truth. I'm I'm gonna be optimistic, man, and hope that I'm not gonna say Mayfield's gonna have the the greatest season, but I think Trask might be able to get in there. Hey, and may, show out. Maybe one of them surprises us, and we have like one of those thirty for thirty type seasons where they'd make some kind of documentary about it fifteen years down the road. I wouldn't put it past the Bucks. Hey, we'll see. Only time will tell. We can't ruin all the quarterbacks. Nope. With that being said, the the, the juju has got to change at some point. For my boy Eddie, I'm your boy Craig. This has been another edition of Buck That Podcast. Peace out. Peace out.